Welcome to an audio teaching from Windsor Park Baptist Church in Auckland, New Zealand. If you would like to look at the message notes or see some questions for reflection that take their lead from today's teaching, head to our website, windsorpark.org.nz and head to the online tab where you'll see services and series and you can download different resources from there. Thanks for joining us and we hope you're encouraged by today's teaching. Kia ora koutou. I hope that you have all been having a great week. We're currently working our way through a series on the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus instructs his followers on how to live. Today uh, today we will be working through Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 through 5, a passage about judging others, or more accurately, why we shouldn't judge others. Before we look at the passage, I thought I'd share a slightly traumatic but funny story from my teenage years. I was about 17, and we were at a youth camp. There was about 130 people uh, that were there. And on the last morning of the camp, it was a Sunday morning, we did this exercise where we could get up and share something that we wanted to change in our lives. Then you would pick up a rock, and you would go and place it by the cross. Now, I wasn't quite as confident as I am now, so I waited for most people to, to go and have their turn. But then I felt like God was wanting me to confess something. So eventually I I walked nervously up to the front. I looked up at everyone and I confessed that I had judged a lot of people in my school and in our youth group. I said that I was sorry and that I was going to stop judging people. Then I placed the rock and went back to my seat. Now just when I didn't think I could feel any more exposed, my youth pastor's wife came up to me and she said, hey, uh, hey, Ethan, I don't think everyone could hear you. Can you go up and share again? Now, being the people pleaser that I was, I awkwardly got back up and repeated everything that I had already said. And I learned two things that day. One, public confession is really, really hard. And two, it doesn't get easier the second time. Let's take a look at Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 to 5. Jesus says, do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite! First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Now, before we break this passage down, I want to confess that of all the things that Jesus expects of his followers, judging others is still one of the things that I struggle with the most. Not because I want to judge others, but because I think it is one of the hardest things to master. The reason being is that it's a lot harder to shift our thoughts than it is to change our actions. And judging people is not so much of an action, but a thought process when we look down on others. It's something that we often do without even realizing that we are doing it. I want to suggest that there is a key difference between judging people and evaluating people. Evaluating people is when we measure what people do. Judging people is when we measure who they are. 
Evaluation looks at skills and behaviours and makes an objective call. Judging is when we look at others and make comparisons to ourselves. For, exa uh, for example, if someone lied to you repeatedly, an evaluation would be that they probably aren't the most honest or trustworthy person. You would probably want to be careful with them in certain areas of your life. Whereas judgment is when we give people a label and we think that we are better. So with that in mind, let's look at verse 1. Jesus says, don't judge or you too will be judged. Jesus is speaking of God's judgment, and we will look more closely at that soon. But this could equally apply to other people. When we judge others, the chances are that we will be judged in return. If we are critical of how people dress or what they eat or how they speak, the more likely they will be critical of the things that we do. It's what drives defensive behaviour. If we feel looked down on by other people, we naturally think about things that we don't like about them. And it becomes this ongoing game of comparison where no one wins. In verse 2, Jesus continues. He says, For in the same way that you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. This is a very clear warning. God will judge us according to the way that we judge others. So if we want God to be gracious and loving towards us, we need to show that same graciousness and love towards others. As Jesus said a couple of chapters earlier in the Beatitudes, blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Think about it for a second. When we look at the life of Jesus, we see his compassion and mercy for those who are considered to be the outcasts of society. The people who he struggled with the most were the people who thought they were better than everyone else. Jesus had no time for people who were self-righteous. He wanted to be with the people who wanted to be with him. The next two verses seem to be really similar to each other. However, there is a key difference between them. In verse 3, Jesus essentially asks, why do you judge others? And then in verse 4, he asks, how do you judge others? Let's take a look. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? Instead of focusing on the flaws that we can see in other people, Jesus encourages us to focus on what we can change, ourselves. When we judge or look down on other people, it's not benefiting them. It's not making them more like Jesus. In fact, it's most likely to cause them shame or guilt or feelings of anger. That's the last thing that Jesus wants us to do. Meanwhile, we aren't working through the issues in our own lives the way we gossip, the way we can be impatient with others, how harsh we can be, how we let things get in our lives get in the way of being with Jesus. Jesus doesn't care if we are better than others. He cares if we are becoming like him. For those of us who have been followers of Jesus for a while, I think there is an easy trap that we can fall into. For some reason, we can get to, the, to a point in our lives where we think we can, that we think we are good enough. 
that there is not much more room to grow, that we don't really need the input of other people around us. It's like we get complacent and our growth as followers of Jesus comes to a halt. That is not the way it's supposed to be. There's no arrival point this side of heaven. There's always something more that God is wanting to do in our lives. In fact, the more we grow, the more we realize how much more growing there still is to do. You know, there's things in my life that I'm working on now that I didn't, I didn't even know were issues a few years ago. For example, I think I'm a pretty nice guy. I try to be kind to others. I try to be friendly and help out where I can. But one of the things that I've realized is that sometimes I can come across really harsh, especially when I'm tired or stressed. And sometimes I don't even realize when I've hurt someone else's feelings. And this is just one of the many things that the Holy Spirit is working on in my life. What is the Holy Spirit teaching you? What is he wanting to change in your life? In verse 4, Jesus continues, How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? Jesus points out that we have no right to judge other people because we're just as guilty of sin as everyone else. We might think that we are better, but in the eyes of Jesus, all of us have fallen short. All of us are in need of his salvation. When we judge other people, we are putting ourselves in a position that only God can rightfully take because he is holy and just. Now, we often prefer to talk about God's love and grace rather than his judgment and justice. But I, for one, am glad that God is the judge, not only because he is much more holy and loving and gracious and merciful than we are, but also because he knows all things. He knows our upbringings. He can see our intentions. He can see why we think and act the way we do. God is the only person who can bring about true justice and judgment. And he does it by giving us chance after chance. Now, another question to consider here is, if we have judged someone else, what standards are we judging them by? When we judge others, there is an assumption that we know what's right. But do we really? Do we actually know better than everyone else? I want to suggest that that is the epitome of pride and arrogance. It's the very attitude that Jesus condemns the Pharisees for. Now, some of you might be thinking that God has set the standards in the Bible. You're right. He has given us, his followers, uh, his followers, instructions on how we are to live. However, a lot of things that we judge people for are not even talked about in Scripture. And even when Scripture does talk about things, Jesus is pretty clear that it's not our place to judge. In fact, in verse 5, Jesus puts it this way, You hypocrite! First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you, will clearly, uh, then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Earlier I said that judgment is one of the hardest things to master because it's a lot harder to shift our thoughts than it is to change our actions. But I think this verse is the answer. 
The way to become less judgmental is to shift the focus of others onto ourselves. We judge people from a place of pride. We grow in faith from a place of humility. I'm going to repeat that again. We judge people from a place of pride. We grow in faith from a place of humility. Instead of thinking how other people can be better, we need to start thinking about how we can be better. When we pursue Jesus wholeheartedly and we start to work through our own baggage, we put ourselves in a better position to help other people. We become more self-aware and we grow in our character. We have more wisdom and knowledge. We love people rather than judging them. Instead of focusing on people's faults, we try to encourage them towards Jesus. I'm probably going to cop a bit of flack for this, but I think it needs to be said. In the last few months, there has been a lot of discussion slash arguments around vaccines and mandates and lockdowns. And I respect that people have different views and opinions. We are never going to agree on everything. But what deeply grieves me, and what I would go as far as saying what I think is probably grieving the Holy Spirit, is when we as Christians judge or criticize or write off others who have a different opinion to us. It's okay to disagree, but it's not okay to look down on others. It's not okay to use language that degrades or demeans people. It's not okay to write people off. That is not the way of Jesus. That is not how we as his church are supposed to act. These are incredibly difficult times, and people are are struggling enough as it is. Tough decisions have to be made, and we aren't going to like all of them. And as much as we might want to change or control things, often we can't. But we can control the way that we speak the way that we act, the way that we relate to others. We can continue to keep our eyes focused on Jesus, worshipping him in all that we do. We're going to finish off today by spending some time reflecting. I'll ask a few questions and between each one, we will have 30 seconds to think. Feel free to close your eyes and get comfortable and let Jesus Speak to us. Who do I judge? What things do I judge people on? What is the Holy Spirit? 
doing in my life. Are there any relationships that I need to repair or people I need to apologise to? Join me as we finish with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you for joining our audio teaching today. If there are ways that we can continue to support you or help you in your journey, please reach out to us. Head to our website, windsorpark.org.nz and you'll find various ways to contact us. God bless.